Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of Sean's Wildlife Podcast. This morning, it's a beautiful January morning, quite cold, gorgeous sunrise. It's quite early and I'm off to meet a guy called Rob who is very talented and I admire for several reasons. But first off, I am on my allotment going to feed my chickens, the ladies in my life. And if I'm a bit out of breath, it's because I'm hiking a massive bag of chicken feed from the car to the girls. Hello ladies, how are we doing? Bark! Right, let's get feeding you, huh? How are you doing Rob? Good to meet you. Finally in person. Yeah, of course. How's things? Yeah, not too bad, man. Nice yeah, to meet you. looking forward to a good day. Yeah, sure. well, the sun. It was out, it was nice and bright, wasn't it? Somewhere. Yeah. It's trying to creep its way out, you can see it. I was woke up this morning, it was a bit of a red sky. Yeah. Yeah, you know the old white sky, red sky night. Shepherd's delight. delight. Photographer's delight. There's a bit of blue sky there. Yeah. That's the size of a two It'll print. come out, we'll but, think uh, positively, yeah. Oh, glad you made it, though. <laughs> you too. Uh, yeah. Right, so I am here today with Rob Fleming. Uh, finally meet in person, Rob. Yeah, I know, yeah, nice to meet you. I'm really pleased. You, thank you for coming. We've been chatting that? online for yeah, a long time. Year and a half, maybe I'd say two so. years. Probably, probably about that. Yeah. Uh, Rob, my account anyway. Rob is a very talented man, a wildlife photographer extraordinaire, I would oh, say. I don't know about that. So you're going to have to teach me a thing or two today, well, Rob. Well, <laughs> oh, well um, fill the frame, that's one bit of advice. Good stuff. And fill always lens cap off. Lens cap off. Yeah. Lens cap off. I got that right well, this morning and you yeah. didn't. <laughs> and I didn't. I'm going to rub that in today. <laughs> um, but Rob, we want to talk about uh, obviously nature and wildlife photography and how you got into wildlife photography. But what I'd also like to talk to you about uh, is mental health yeah, and course, yeah, kind of yeah. how you find nature is quite healing in that yeah, respect, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. I started photography just just as the mobile phones. You know, I'm I'm touching forty, we could say. So yeah. you know, mobile phones were just coming out. You know, I always played with my dad's sort of thirty-five mils, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, anyway, back to the mobile phones. So you know, you start taking the odd shot. Quite enjoyed it. Yeah, it. then then I brought um at the time I can't remember how long ago, it was probably, probably about ten years ago, Nick um not Nikon, Samson had a, a deal which was get one of their cameras, get a free tablet. Oh, I was right. like, oh I need a camera and I need a tablet. So I went out, spent I think spent about two hundred, three hundred quid. Um got this little smart camera thing, which was a real good camera actually. Yeah. Real nice camera actually. When 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 I look back at some of the photos I took with it, I think oh god, that was actually quite and Samsung don't do any products now in Europe because it didn't take off. Mm. Anyway, so um so like I said I sort of was doing my uh, um, portraits of people, urban kind of stuff. So you started out with people? Yeah, um, I just generally go out for walks with my partner, all that kind of thing. Yeah. And um and like I said to you earlier on, I mean, as a kid, you're always going through books. I was always going through books anyway. I mean, every Christmas or birthday, I'd get a book on wildlife, all that kind of thing. And I loved it, always enjoyed it. And um, like I said, then got into the photography and thought, okay, 
I'm kind of enjoying this. Moved here, moved to Hampton. Yeah. Had Bushy Park Bushy on my Park doorstep. On your doorsteps. Pretty good yeah, uh, opportunity. Yeah, excited walking in here. Oh my god, there's hundreds of deer everywhere. So you probably started with deer and squirrels. Started with the deer. Yeah, yeah all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I love the deer, but I have to be honest, I don't You're bored of them the deer now. <laughs> very often anymore. Sort yeah. Of thing. But, uh, but yeah, and then, and then you see, you know, I started seeing kestrels and, and back to what we said earlier on, you know, when you're going out for walks, a lot of people generally just look at what's at eye level. Or on the ground or on the in ground, front of them, right? Or in yeah. the bushes. And, and then, you know, I started looking up and I saw sparrowhawks or like what we just heard then, hopefully. Green woodpecker? Green woodpecker, yeah. yeah. Yaffling. Which was always quite high. So yeah. you started seeing more yeah. um, diverse wildlife. Yeah, so um, I picked myself And did you know what on... most things were or did you kind of learn as you went? Or? Well, that's what I always find odd. And that's what's amazing about the human mind. I knew what things were. And Without... it was in your subconscious it almost, was it? It was in my was subconscious it? from, from being a kid read and reading. And yeah. all this stuff kind of flooded back and I was like oh, how do I anyway and, and I've seen lots of other sort of rarities again which you sort of know I mean there has been some big rarities pop up in Bushy Park the night the um, Nighthawk for example even oh, though yeah. I probably wouldn't have been able to ID that I'd, I'd have probably gone what is that yeah, <laughs> spent, yeah. spent hours in the book but um, but yeah no like I said I've like seen all these odd little things so King your kind Fisher. of childhood interest came back yeah yeah like I mean I'm, I'm from London but um so there's not, there wasn't much opportunity to get, you know, real, real, real wildlife. That's relatively Green close. Woody again. But yeah, you just started getting um, yeah, more of an interest yeah, in nature so and what you were seeing. And yeah, so I chopped in. You kind Samson. of train your eye by doing that, right? Yeah, yeah, well. yeah. 100%. You tune, in, tune into it. Yeah, well, that's another thing. That's why, again, but back to listening rather than watching. Yeah. And even if you don't know what you're hearing, if you're hearing something you, you don't know, then you've probably not heard it, and it's probably something to work, to something to check out. So go check it. You know, if there's if there's an odd call, or um, you know, whatever, just go, go, go hunt, hunt for that. That's it. And then once you, I, I find that every spring actually, like by the end of spring, I'm good again on my bird song. But at this time of year in January, I'm listening to things, and I'm like, oh, what's yeah. that? I know, I know it, but I can't figure it out. Yeah. And I just wait until I can find what's making the noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See it and confirm, okay, that's a... It's like the kingfisher. ...song thrush or whatever. Yeah. And then it's embedded again. Yeah. You kind of... And you learn one at a time almost, don't you? And yeah, kind of bank yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That's, I mean, that's the other thing is you look and you learn. Here you look and learn. Yeah. I don't know, the woodpecker giving us a chat again. But, um... I think, like, same, with, same with the kingfish, you know, I take a lot of kingfisher shots. Yeah. And Beautiful kingfisher yeah, shots. No, yeah, no, trying to see them was impossible because they're, ama- they're amazingly coloured, but they, it's amazing also how they can hide. They just blend in. They, they? they blend, even though they're bright blue and orange, yeah. they blend in. But Unless they're mo- like shooting by, yeah. you, they could be in that tree there overhanging yeah. the water and you just wouldn't see it, would no, you? No, but when you hear them, like their call cool, is so distinct. It's yeah. kind of like piping, yeah, kind of whistling just, just call. Like a, once you know that call, I mean, you don't need to see them. You know and, they're um, around, yeah. And, uh, and you're, I, you're, you're guaranteeing me a kingfisher today, right? I don't know about <laughs> that, but I'm going to give it a go. 70%. I, I think we might. I, think, I don't know. It's, uh, I, this is what we do now. We're just going through the little, my, lo, my little route I usually take. Flooded in here, and uh, I did sacrifice a good pair of tracksuit buttons in my jacket. Oh, you did to get shot. into yeah, the river? Yeah, because that's everything, you know. It's all about eye level, you know. I spent a lot of time when I first started, I mean, back, back to getting into the photography side of things, I spent a lot of time 
shooting down towards something or shooting up towards yeah. something and it's much better getting down onto that level sort of getting thing getting eye level yeah subject. yeah yeah 100% alright when, it, when it's on water yeah um, especially right on this little bit of the stream here um, lots of grey wagtail oh they're and, beautiful um, aren't they they are so pretty when you get that reflection that mirror that perfectly mirrored reflection of of the, of, of the bird against yeah. itself on the water they do make some lovely photos sort of they thing. do but, um, yeah but uh I got um, got shortlisted for the only photo I got shortlisted in the competition for was a marsh frog at the London Wetland yeah, Centre. Yeah. And I got down on my belly on a on a downward slope towards a ditch, and waited on my belly with the lens almost at, at water level <laughs> for this marsh frog to peep up through the duckweed. Excellent. And then yeah, he did, and I yeah. got the shot, and it was and like eye level with a frog at the water surface. Um, so going back to that, so basically you kind yeah. of rediscovered nature yeah, rediscovered through nature. photography you moved from kind of human subjects into more nature and now yeah. you're just nature and wildlife uh, yeah, really just, aren't you just wildlife just wildlife I mean again well, leading into the mental health thing it's nice it's nice to exercise your body get out um, get some vitamin D yeah, yeah vitamin D fresh air gather your thoughts and also um, and also when when when, I mean, I've had mental health issues for a lot of mine. I mean, from childhood or from childhood. Yeah. Always, not anything I'd ever dealt with or anything I'd had help with, but because um, you do the brave face thing. Yeah. Um, men are good at that, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Men are really kind of silly at doing that kind of yeah. thing. I mean, I wrote a post on Instagram the other day about crying in front of strangers and... Uh, and uh, now I'm, I'm quite used to having a good cry in front of a random person, but... That first, you know, it's quite a good thing to do, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but you get got, it out. You got to get. You do have to get things. Especially when things bad things happen, sort of thing. You know, back to sort of children. I didn't. I didn't say anything. But that's one of the things. We, me and my partner, lost a child sadly. Oh. Um, 20, 2014. Right. And um, yeah, that left a lot of. I mean, again, brave face, be the man, look after everyone. Oh, oh. Being strong for her. Be strong. Probably. Be strong for her, of course. Yeah. Uh, for my extended family, and uh, yeah, so um, and yeah, so um, and things do bottle up. Yeah. So it's good. To, it's good to. Uh, it's good to um, get things out. Talk to people. Talk to your friends. But, but before back, you did that, though, were you kind of finding escapism in getting outside well, and getting into photography. Well, that, well, that's what reminded me. Because I mean, when when sort of the mental health really started kicking off, and with anxiety as well. With anxiety is a minefield of. Of all sorts of thoughts and emotions, and yeah, and uh, I kind of I would never run away, I would never run away, but oh, you know, you feel like you just want to remove yourself from other people's lives, sort of thing. And and back to the nature, I come here and you know, we've spoken about birds being territorial and and, and nurture and all this kind of stuff, and yeah, it kind of looking at wildlife reminded me of what your simple programming is, yes. You know, we're, all, we're all animals, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, you know, oh, look at that silly whatever, you know, you, know, you, you, you a squirrel hanging off a tree. And people might, no, I don't know how to explain, not in a mocking way, but you don't appreciate what he's actually doing. And it's stockpiling. Yeah. And it's protecting its area. It's gonna, it's stockpiling so it's so it's healthy for the new year. And like, like we said about you know, eating well, drinking well, that's what yeah. they're trying to do. And um, when it comes to the breeding season, you know, you know, I mean, animals are so much more... I mean, a lot of animals obviously do have different mates during the course of their lifetime, but animals, when they're when it's nesting time, breeding time, 
Some long tail tits here, look. Oh, lovely. So we might have a chance of gold crust as well if we keep the rears open. Yeah. Lovely. But, um, no, but back to they're all They're all self-preservationists, aren't they? Yeah, like that's they what I mean. They look after themselves. They look after, well. themselves. They look after their, their partners. Daily lives. Yeah, and like, so, I mean, some animals will even will even put the, will even make themselves, you know, will, will put their fat, their chicks first, and they won't eat, they won't drink, they won't sleep during that yeah. whole period of time. Yeah, yeah. And it just reminded me that, that you know, you're, you know, there's the basics. You got to remember the basics: eat, sleep, you know, smile. How do you make you know, when you when you're feeling really low? You know, how do you? You know, I've, you know, you feel low, but you know, you might get, a, you know, the TV might show an advert of some poor young child, growing up in a wartime country, war-torn country. Yeah. And you think, yeah, I am low, and I, there is this going on, and there is that going on. But you know, this child's just seen his mum and dad killed, or yeah. you know, and, and and there's always someone worse off than you. There is sort of thing, and you've got to and 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 back, like I said, back to the nature side of things. It it taught, it sort of reminded me of what my basic responsibilities were. Yeah. Let's look after my daughter. Look after my missus. You know, get my yeah. daughter out of bed. Get her dressed. Make sure she has something to eat. Make sure she smiles before she she goes to school. All this kind of yeah. All this kind of stuff, and and, and all the complicated things like the intricacies of how do you how do you talk to your work about your mental health issues, how do you feel when you get signed off yep. and you're not contributing to society in your, in, you know, in your man's world sort of thing. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of rhetoric on, on things like Facebook, you know, about sponges, all this kind of stuff. And I don't like, mm. I've been there myself, oh yeah, I'm working really hard, why should he sort of thing, or yeah. why should she sort of thing. And, and that, I mean, I'm going to be going back to work, but, um, but my point is... You know, we live in a civilised society. We should allow people to heal if they need to heal. Totally. Uh, mental health is a hidden... I mean, look at me now. I mean, I'm sweating. Yeah. I'm not sweating because I'm hot. No. That's my anxiety kicking in. Because I'm talking about anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when I was... I mean, I'm a... In my, in the, in my world, I'm a, you know, in the business side of my world, um, you know, I'm a leader. You know, yeah. I, I stand in front of a hundred people sometimes, giving team talks. Talk, yeah. You know, I try. I, mean, I work in aviation. I, you know, I teach human factors in maintenance, and yeah. And over, you know, over the last couple of years, you know, you're standing in front of all these people, and you know, you get a reputation of, you know, you're you're bat Sean. I was hot, Rob. Yeah. Oh, I'm really, really hot. And you know, why are you sweating? Yeah, yeah. Why are you sweating so much? Oh, I'm just really, really hot. I need to get checked my oh, thyroids. Really? I'd, put, uh, I'd, I'd cover it up with all these. Lies, basically. But the so lies gave me more anxiety. So you're covering up your anxiety is making you more anxious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the sweating just, thing, you're so, laughing it off as a bit yeah, of a joke. Yeah, and then, you try, then, then with anxiety, it kind of puts you in the other person's shoes and then the thoughts come, you know, what they're thinking, what, you know, why, why is he sweating so much sort of thing, and, or, or whatever, you know, what babbling on, whatever sort of thing. And, uh, yeah. And, um... And yeah, no, it's it's really difficult. So I think really getting difficult. going to what you're saying, like about you know looking at an advert and thinking, you know, there's plenty of people worse off than I. It's easier said than done to actually yeah. pull yourself out of that and say, yeah, yeah, "Cop on, Rob. Cop on, Sean." Well, that's... Like you know, other people have it worse. You're you know living a pretty cushy life, yeah. or you know, Worry. these are first world problems. Yeah, the yeah. fact is, your brain is a very complex thing, and mental health. Yeah, if you're in a poor state, your mental health. It's very hard to yeah. drag. You can't drag yourself well, out of it. I, a lot of people 
get that wrong, don't yeah, they? And say, 100%. come on, pull yourself together. Like, but that's the but that, that's not a bad thing because what anxiety or worry in its normal form is your head just going, oh, I've got a problem. You go through loads of thoughts. You hit your rational point. You come mm. up with a solution, and it's done. And it's uh, and you it's move a, on. It's a natural part. Yeah, and that's what the brain does. It's, yeah. Um, yeah meant to do good but when it goes into overdrive it does anxiety is the total opposite of that where you never come to a solution and the worrying becomes a worry and that worry (laughs) becomes another worry and And you can't solve any problems because all you're doing is worrying and 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 you know i mean you know I, i get to some points where you know my partner might ask me what do you want for dinner and you know, that, the question might as well be, I don't know, what's the square root of 5,000? You know, it might as well be, it could well be the hardest thing in the world. And yeah. and you worry if, oh, should I have said a roast dinner? Or should I have said, I'll make a curry and you spend... I could spend two hours worrying yeah. about that. What does she want <laughs> well, for dinner? She, she, I just want to make her happy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, it really is uh, a horrible thing. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm being managed by um, with a drug called propanopol, yeah. which is like a beta blocker, which yeah. has helped. I'm under counselling care. Um, yeah. Ritual wellbeing service has been amazing. Uh, GP, your local GP, my local GPs have been amazing. Yeah, I spoke to you earlier on about my sort of main pill I take, which is um, Mitch. Mitradiazepam, I think it's called. Yeah. Which I said to you is used in the veterinary world as well. It is. But um, it's used to make cats eat. Yeah. Anorexic yeah. cats. Yeah, mate, yeah. It's, it's hilarious. It's helping with mental health issues. But there's a skinny dog or cow there which is now eating because of the same drug. But but yeah. um, but drugs aren't the. Uh, They're not the long. No, that's not the long term solution. I mean, I've been diagnosed with PTSD. And generalised anxiety disorder, which, yeah, which um, how long ago, Rob? Uh, well, 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 that well, that's recent. That's within yeah. the last three, uh, two, three months. Um, but again, going back historical, you know, I had my, I had an instant in a, in a 2015. I had another in 2016. I then brave faced it again till 2019. Now, you know, 2020. Yeah. Um, but it's like what my partner said to me, you know, I'm just going, I was going round and round in circles. And, uh, you know, the worry never went, the, the, the anxiety never went. I might have had those moments of clarity every, off, every, every so often. But, but, uh, but really, I, I've, you know, I've, I've had the same kind of format of dealing with things my entire life. Again, with the PTSD, I don't want to go obviously too much into no worries, yeah. where that was originating from. Yeah. Um, but, um, but what was the, the coping mechanism? Was push it down and ignore? Or? Well, there was two coping mechanisms. Um, um, the, the one coping mechanism, what one, one of them was, yep, yeah, hide it. Yeah. Um, the other one was uh, was uh, pushing people away. Right. And I don't, I'm not proud to say this, but I've always kind of been kind of been known as kind of like the moody person in the corner. Okay. Don't go talk to Rob. Because you'll yeah. probably not be rude, but I might be abrupt. I might yeah. be, I'll shut you down instantly. Because for me, it was the best way of... It was like a defence mechanism, Yeah, pushing right? away. Because then, because I'd always had that anxiety. But, and but was my, that from 
again what you said earlier like not wanting to let people down if they did get yeah, too close yeah, or of course, yeah or not showing them the real me yeah. or, or not wanting people to know you had yeah a, not yeah not issue not, or, yeah 100 yeah. not but not, not wanting people to know who i am inside yeah. because going back to the man thing you feel embarrassed i guess ashamed whatever yeah. weak you know? weak i mean ptsd to me now is just a couple of letters out of the alphabet i still don't know what it actually means but i know what happens when i mean situations and 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 I didn't know before him, but you know, flashbacks. Yeah. Um, just uh, this. This is rather flooded here. You know, we might have to. Uh, oh, you boot. Are you brave? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm not fine. Okay, as long as you're fine. Okay. Make I think. Over. I think that way. Yeah. I think that way there. We don't want to fall fine. in with your amazing camera. Well, <laughs> do we? <laughs> with that big lens you have. It's not. It's not. Sure, it's not even fully extended yet. Oh my <laughs> I know, God. I know. I know. I'll get embarrassed. I may make this. you blush later. <laughs> Once the full, full 500 comes out. But yeah. Um, but yeah, no, PTSD is just... Not just, it, it's... Like I said, now it's... I'm like, okay, this could have been a bad idea as well. But hey-ho, we got boots on. We've got boots. Oh. we got boots, we've got two pair of socks on. It can't be that deep. No. I don't know of any big holes in the field, so... Hey, it's not bad. That's no, another fine. thing. It's not bad to get dirty every now and then. It's good snipe ground, this. Yeah, snipe. Oh. <laughs> I love a good snipe. The Holy Grail. Yeah, snipes are brilliant. <laughs> and you can literally lose them behind a blade of grass. Yeah. When you think of these birds... I've seen a few of your pictures of them. Pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I was really lucky with some of them. I had a brave snipe. I had a great one outside, one of the hides, the wetland centre. Yeah, so yeah. Richmond shots. Park. Even with this puny little lens. Yeah, so it's for 300 mil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, PTSD. Yeah, PTSD is... Uh, yeah, once, and then you're in situations and... And you're trying to talk, like, again, with work or trying to talk to senior people, whatever. Um, you know, you go, yeah, okay, yeah, I agree to that, yeah, I agree to this, agree to this. You walk out of the room and go, I have no idea what was just said to me then, because oh, all I've yeah. been thinking about is this, this, and this. I've been seeing that, that, and that. And kind of in survival mode or <laughs> and, in, like, yeah, panic uh, mode? or yeah, Panic mode, uh, survival mode, fear mode, sometimes... The aggression, not aggression as an aggression, but kind of that kind of mode. Yeah. Uh, where you're defensive. Yeah. Um, or irritable, short fused. Yeah. I mean, my partner, bless her. I mean, I was saying I mean, I've been an abusive partner, but but before I really started getting help, and I don't mean this time now, but I've, you know, I've had previous interventions where you get, I've had CBT therapy. Yeah. Kind of got to know who I am carried on trying to please everyone whatever and forgotten it all and got myself back into the same situation sort of thing but yeah, it's um, something you have to keep up isn't it yeah 100% and um, I think would you agree that when you initially get that help you then kind of let a barrier there's a barrier down there's a little bit there? of a barrier down I once mean, you've done it once you're kind of yeah, way more in tune with it I think the thing now for me personally to get my head around and like I said my partner is fully supportive um, all that kind of stuff is um, how long? I mean, how long is a piece of string? You know, I'm, I, I make myself anxious by wanting to be better today, yeah. rather than thinking. Getting impatient with your recovery. Yeah, getting really impatient with things, and um, like I said, trying to appease work and getting back into the office and getting emails every day from them, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, 
I think the thing is, I think I think the most one of the most important things. I think I think if you hit a crisis point, and again, I have to say this because I, know I shouldn't hide it. I want to, you know, I want to say I'm, you know, embarrassingly. I want to put all these word caveat words in front of what I'm about to say. But, but you know, point blank is, you know. November time, you know, I was probably two millimetres, two millimetres away from being sectioned. Brilliant. Literally, yeah. my sister and my partner were going to take me to the hospital, get me arrested, and get me sectioned. Yeah, because because uh, of how desperate I became. But but then, but then part of that was lack of sleep. You know, anxiety. You know, I wasn't sleeping. I, was I hadn't slept about for about sleep. two weeks. Oh, well, that's literally. Turn anyone. What's this little tiny Gold thing press? here? Oh no, so that was a. Um, it almost looked like a warbler or something. No, it was a tit of some kind. But um, yeah. if the sun was out, we'd definitely be able to be able to see. But but going back to bird sounds, that sounded Sorry, like a gold. It crest. is a gold crest. I've is got him. Yeah, I've got him. Oh. Didn't look like one, did it? Is but it, a gold it, it definitely is. Yeah. Oh, I shall retract all previous comments. <laughs> no, I, I didn't think it was either because it looked like it was quite big, wasn't it? Color, didn't it? And, but it's fluffed up. Yeah. Okay. And there's a wren in there as well. Yeah, that kind of tricked me. But yeah, definitely gold crest. VHF. Very high frequency. Oh, and we've got a missile thrush right here in front oh of us. Oh my god, look. hello, yeah. Good god. Yeah, a huge one as Once well. Once you start looking. Now, Rob, you're Amazing. meant to be showing me the one. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> VH, a very high frequency, gold crests. You know, I mean, some people with their hearing may not even know how to hear a gold crest because they're. they're the chirp is so high pitched. It's, and we're not getting it's almost, younger, Rob. You know. No, yeah, that's another <laughs> thing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, like dog whistle type, type, type yeah. of thing. So, but, like, um, when I go bring out a bat walk, and there's loads of kids there, and they can hear. I can hear bats. Hear the bats. Can you hear? I them? can hear bats still. Oh great! But I said, I mean, I mean, some like, of the social calls <laughs> I get sometimes. Yeah, my mind might be falling apart, but um, I can smell good. I can see good. I can hear good. <laughs> <laughs> so you went through a bit of a crisis then a month or two ago. Yeah, which. Um, then led me to the doctors and you know dicey pan to help me sleep and so on and so forth and um i had a like i said in 2016 when i'd seen doctors previously i, I started um another antidepressant an ssri an ssri yeah a cetraline yes and um, there's lots of different cetraline citroplan all these kind of things there's lots of things some things are good for some people some things aren't so good for others yeah and sadly the uh, citraplane was not good for me. It, it gave me very bad side effects. Yeah, suicidal thoughts. But really? um, yeah, well, to the point where people had to oh, sit geez. with me and all this kind of stuff. And I'm talking after one tablet for I me was personally. Say, yeah. um, so now I'm on the like I said, now I'm on the other one, which um, which is a bit more anxiety based. Yeah. Which I not I mean, apart from like the dry mouth, all this kind of stuff, it hasn't really given me too many symptoms. But. Um, but well, I'm on well, I'm on the first stages of all this, so I've, I mean I've been to see a few counsellors and so on, but I haven't got my own dedicated counsellor. Uh, be repaired. You know, there's a long waiting list with the NHS. Yeah, a year long, easily. Yeah, not, uh, yeah, well, it's not it's not well resourced. I, I shouldn't think, but it varies a lot by where you live as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm lucky. I guess Richmond borough. It's a wealthy borough, sort yeah. of thing. You know. Um, so I have been lucky enough to get seen quite quickly and helped by ritual wellbeing and so on and so forth. And how have you found going on to the medication? Has it made a big difference quickly, like to uh, help you? Or? The propanopol is really a help. Yeah. Because that really just does 
It lasted for about five hours, I think, five, six hours. I'm going to add three a day, so it cover the day. I was going to say, you're on it all the time. You don't just take it yeah. when you're well, feeling anxious or... Well, yeah, I, I, well that's the thing. With, with generalised anxiety, you're kind of... Low-grade all the time. You're always... <laughs> <laughs> There's always something to be anxious about. <laughs> you can always trust that one to find something to be anxious yeah. about. It really is... Uh... It really, I, I, that's the thing about the human brain, you know. I was going to say, your brain is almost your enemy with yeah, anxiety. When this it? first started happening, I really felt like, hold on a minute, why is my brain just literally just walked out of the room and go, you can deal with this on your own, mate, because oh, I'm no. not, I can't be bothered. Yeah. And uh, it really takes you a while to, to understand, you know, chemical imbalance. I mean, this is all, like, again, it's all things I'm not an expert on. So, so yeah, just working out. Why it happens, when it happens, all this kind of thing is, is again. So educate yourself, I guess, on yeah. on that side of things if you want to have an understanding. Because yeah. now I've got an understanding. I've got. I can appreciate it. Not appreciate. But I understand. Not in control. No. But at least I know it's happening because of something in my head's happening. It's yes. not. It's not a, you know, <laughs> I've been cursed or fault. anything. Yeah, it's not my fault. Yeah. Well, it's kind of stuff. That's another thing, you know, you feel yourself, you feel very like you've let people down. Yeah, but, you um, guilting yourself almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. But a lot of people carry thing, a lot of things on their shoulders. And, and uh, you know, if you're part of a family unit or or whatever, you know, don't be afraid to to talk or like on, like offload a little bit of these sort of thoughts or, or issues or. or um, or just, you know, even day-to-day activities that you might be struggling with. Yeah. You know? I mean, I always wanted to do everything for everyone to the point where I kind of forgot myself. Yeah. And uh, and it's nice, though, because the people around me are still... Are my loved ones, my mother-in-law, so on and so forth, have been really supportive. But it's back to what I was saying about sort of the length of time. How long will this be? And... You can't be off for the rest of your life. I mean, you've got to go back into society and yeah. all that kind of thing. But um, Then it probably doesn't help to get impatient with yourself and yeah. put a lot of pressure on yourself. Like, so, you um, have to take the time you have to take, yeah. right? So I've kind of... Like I say, I want to go back to work. That's my main goal. But, but I've got to be prepared, and I have kind of started to, to prepare myself now that if, if it doesn't happen this year, even in a year, yeah. then I've, just, you know, I've got to start from scratch, whatever. But... Yeah. But it's better than, you know, it's better than, as sad as this sounds, it's better than people mourning at your grave because you weren't strong enough to, to, to do what you had to do. Cause to it's, go uh, and get help. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, God, there was a story in the paper last week about a set of twin, twin brothers who had been, had struggled with depression their entire life and decided to end it in a suicide pact. Oh, God. And you think, you think, okay... You know they've done something between themselves, but um, but you know they're brothers and sisters and their mother have to mourn them. And I, I know. I couldn't even think. I can't even. T- I mean, my like I said, my daughter's only four. I mean, yeah. I, I couldn't possibly put her through anything like that. I heard a story recently of two elderly sisters, like in their seventies or something, yeah. and they decided to have a suicide pact. They lived together, and uh, one of them died and one of them survived. Oh crikey! Awful. And. And she potentially might be charged as well with something. Yeah, I don't even know oh, about that. Know, but um, there's something, come here. Uh, just gone into the trees down here. I don't know what it is. Flitting around. Oh, 
There's loads of birds, red wings on the ground. Oh, Look. is there? A, oh, there is red wings. Huh? Loads of red, red wings, wings and lots of tits on the ground. Goldfinch. Red wings in bushy pile. They tend to stay high again. Lots of do they? Um, but red wings are brilliant. But yeah. apparently, and you might be able to confirm this. Um, red wings, although you see them in the same areas a lot of the time. Yeah. They don't tend to. They're not like they're not like normal birds, which will have their regular spots. No, they, they don't move. Tend, yeah, they don't tend to come to the. They, sort they, of they don't cover tend to come one back. area and move on. Yeah. And, yeah. I've seen this recently, um, just last weekend actually, you know, no, yeah it was last weekend, over Christmas in Ireland, um, mixed uh, flocks of tits, grey tits, cold tits Lovely. and blue tits, yeah. in the leaf litter turning it over, Wow! and there's a few of them doing it down there along the trees. It's nearly as good as your balcony. What's that? <laughs> That's nearly as good as your balcony yeah. <laughs> for wildlife. It's tit central on my Yeah, balcony. I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I, I, know, I, know I know, I'm up to four species now. I know, every but time I, I don't go on think Instagram I've... I go, oh, more tits. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I don't think there's I've seen this before with them returning over the leaf litter I guess they're getting little invertebrates in there yeah they? yeah should we try to get closer to these I, red wings I think it's worthwhile now, I would always hide behind trees yeah should we do this side or that side uh, where's that, the light to the, to the right yeah to the right. spoken like a true photographer yeah, there we huh? go there we go <laughs> beautiful and with the orange hue sorry with the orange hue let's see they're already going up they're already going up but there's lots. Lots of them, yeah. There's probably 20 or 30 of them, possibly. 30 at least, yeah. Now, I don't know if you want to demic me, because I'll be going, I'll be laying down. Is that That's okay? That's fine. Or? No, you can keep it on. Oh, They've got a long lead there on the mic, so... There you go. So I'm just going to get to here. I'll let you do your, do your magic, and I'll give you lots of wire. This is Rob working his magic I now. Know. We'll uh, include... So, uh, include some of these shots in so the... I, uh, yeah, 100%. I usually, because okay. I'm... I prefer birds in flight. I set my uh, shutter speed quite high, but but I shoot in manual mode. Yeah. So really easy, just to literally change change go. it down. So I've dropped it down now to about 500 shutter speed, just in case there is any movement. Yeah. And you're on this one in front here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. Close one. 5.6 aperture. I am a little bit of a, I mean, okay, I just said I shoot full manual. What I do allow the camera to do is uh, go auto ISO, but I limit that to about just over 3,000. And are you really like highly kind of cropped in or are you showing the cameras in the background? About 500 mil. I mean, you're just going for the bird at the moment because there's not really a lot behind it apart from, uh, as you can see, traffic. (laughs) One, two, three, Could about, look quite about good with cars. a Scandinavian thrush and I know, behind. they're brilliant. I love red wings. And they're great, aren't they? Have you seen field fairs this Yeah, year? Not, not yet, but then I haven't really been looking for them at the moment. Like I said, Christmas time, I've been uh, out doing family things. Yeah. Um, they're definitely going for small... Uh, I saw a few field fair in Ireland last week. Excellent. They're massive but as well. Have, they're very big, yeah. Bigger than the missile thrush, I would say. Yeah, yeah, they're huge. Lovely and brilliant grey colours. Red and grey rump, isn't it? Mm. But this little red one. A little bit of yellow in them as well? Is there a little, hmm? bit, is there a little bit of yellow in the field fair? Around the cheeks? Yeah, kind of goldy yellow yeah. colour, yeah. And a bit got? of chestnut as well on the back. The red wing's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, they're gorgeous. That stripe above the eye. And that it little smudge of red. It could be worthwhile trying to get to that second tree in front of us. Should we see if we but then that's another thing closer? with wildlife. You just sometimes you just got. I mean, there's two things you got to remember. They're feeding 
and I wouldn't want to scare them away Too from what much. they're eating. Yeah. Um, it's a tough time of year for them, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exa- exactly. It's a tough time. I mean, that's another thing. That's a real good point when you're doing what... I mean, you remember what you, you're, you're shooting something wild and you don't want to interrupt its life. You're there... I always my my personal feeling is I'm here as a guest to them. Yeah. You know, I don't want to interfere with their life. I don't want to. I don't want to induce fear into them. No. Um, I don't know if there's a bit of the anxiety thing going. <laughs> I don't yeah, know, yeah. I don't want to make them anxious. <laughs> but um, but uh, you got um, your empathy comes out. Yeah, hundred. And you got yeah. to. And like, like, I think well, like it's the Kingfisher. Just topic with. Um, wildlife photography isn't it some people really do take things a bit far and well, you probably see it here a lot with the deer there's a range just going on to the other side of that oh look yeah yeah go oh, he's gone missed it but it's like um, you see it with the deer in Richmond Park and Bush oh, Park and people don't. getting right up close to them with their, with their smartphones yeah. to take selfies and yeah, all this kind 100%. of stuff and it's like it's number just, one you're interfering with the animals yeah. and they're not happy about it number two in the rutting season like you could get gored, and it's going to be your own fault. Well, right? it has happened here. Yeah. So, I mean, what, I mean, I think the last couple of years has been somebody airlifted, literally ambulance airlifted, out the park. And, really? And I mean, that's down to. I mean, the park does educate. I mean, there's plenty of signs. Wren is on the trunk now. Good man. Oh. oh bye, Wren. Bye, Wren. And the red wings Shy are quite up. <laughs> let's have a look at some of these photos as I try to lift my. <laughs> Yeah. He feels that you might be injured and you're lying down hurt. I'm alright. No, no. Oh, okay. No. You, got cameras and you're quite We're taking photos of Red Wings. Taking photos. <laughs> well, thank you for your thank concern. Thank you very much. This has held up half of Teddington as well. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so with a great lens like that, you probably keep it still. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> he's not injured, he's just an odd chap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ironic, ironically, we were talking about ambulances no, turning up to the park anyway. Hello, young man. <laughs> Hello. So, what are you taking photographs of today? Um, the red wings here, which are Scandinavian thrush. They're a winter visitor. Okay. You see them feeding between the trees here. You barely see them until they're they're moving, but they're feeding. Oh, on, tiny yeah, they're feeding on um, worms and invertebrates under leaf litter and in the grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they've flown here from um, Scandinavia. Oh, bless you, doggy. I can never get it right. There's two types: there's red wings and field fares. One of them flies from Scandinavia, and the other flies from like Greenland and Iceland. They've got red wings. Presumably. They've got a red smudge under the wing, and you can just see it when the wing is tucked in. Um, give you these okay. binoculars to have a look if you want. But yeah, they're um, beautiful little thrush, and they just come in the winter time. You come here especially to find those. What's that? You come here especially to. to... No, we're just having a walk and looking yeah. at all the wildlife. But um, yeah. there you go. Look, oh. and they've got a lovely stripe above the eye. Oh, yeah. See that red smudge under the wing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So kind of like a song thrush, a little bit smaller. Fantastic. Um, And you get them in um, big flocks, basically, on grassland at this time of year. Oh, wow. Feeding. There's another one called a field fair, which is bigger. Normally feeds kind of in hedges on berries and things. The thing that's a pain in the backside around here is parakeets, isn't it? Oh, it's a parakeet, yeah. We're just talking (laughs) about them. That's another debate. They're marmite. Love, hate. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're squawk. Yeah, they're quite noisy, all right. And they frighten the other birds, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, have a good day. Thank, yeah, you. No, thank you for your for concern. Your concern. Oh, yeah. well, it wasn't mine, it was his. Oh, bless. Yeah. <laughs> I can see you happy. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> he probably told him as well, no, they're fine, they're taking photos. <coughs> oh, dear me. You do get some odd looks when you're um, a dedicated yeah. photographer, right? Lying yeah, on your belly in the grass. That's, <laughs> that's, do you know what? That's one thing I don't get anxious about. I don't care anymore yeah, either. I've when gone, I first yeah. got a camera and I was like, 
in public and like lying on my ditch in a belly yeah, or, yeah, you know yeah. on my belly in a ditch or whatever or when you get on well I remember getting lying down in a public park yeah. and shooting uh, up at a duck or something so I just had another surreal moment I'm like I'm in front of Sean this is really surreal yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well anyway yeah but yeah no 100% when I first got like my first big lens 300mm or well, my first big lens was a 200mm but then you get the 300mm and you do think oh god what do I look like you know I'm, I know. I'm like a nerd <laughs> sort yeah. of thing and, and uh, like I said about your perspective of shots, you know, I, a lot of my shots were missed because I was, I didn't want people looking at me as I, I know, as I, I know. crept down it's low sort of thing. But. The worst I had was, um, I went to see some little owls. Oh, right. Uh, first time I'd known of a, like, you know, reliable location for mm-hmm. them and I went down in the evening, just as getting dark. It's in a park in Ealing and um, was walking by the kids' playground a few teenagers in there drinking. Oh, good. <laughs> Pluto! Oh, no! I was like, uh, I had binoculars. I'm not even taking pictures like, of you. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, that's another thing. Do you know, I am a bit conscious of that. If I walk around this children about or anything like that, yeah, I do need tend to, to put the lens down or, yeah. or even to the point, put my lens cap on. But bar. where I will go in a minute is, for me, is Goldcrest Central. Is it? Is there lots is of conifers yeah, around? No, no, bracken, lots of bracken. bracken. Yeah. And um, honestly, you... you I mean, you wouldn't want to have a hearing paid on. on the, is it a tree creeper? That's a tree creeper, yeah. Tree creeper. Oh, beautiful. They start at the bottom and work their way up. Quite literally, they? tree creepers, yeah. Literally like just creep mice up the top of the tree. Yeah. The tree but they? it's like what we were saying earlier on. You know, you said about the long-tailed tits. You see long-tailed tits, you'll see gold crisps. You see gold crisps, you'll see tree creepers. They yeah. tend to all kind of knock about together. And now, this is a shot to get. Against but it's coming on the tree. side. Come on, kingfisher. I promised. So the kingfishers you'd normally get, what, like on those um in Bushy Park, the kingfisher could literally be from one end of the park to the other. Yeah. It has nested in the park about four years ago. Yeah. Um, there was a nesting pair. I usually in most see the bank yeah or? yeah um, in the in the water gardens there's a there's a there's a little brick house and it was in there. Really. Um, and oh well, there is a bank. It wasn't nesting in the bank as well. A little in the middle of the gardens but um, it could be from the top of the park to the bottom and you literally I just you follow the know. waterways yeah. here has been a good hot spot lately though really really good hot spot but, um, so there's fish in all of these little water yeah, bodies yeah. yeah 100% there's some big fish in the Is park there? as well yeah some yeah. big fish big carp Do I you mean, know what's in it? Uh, uh, oh, in here yeah, yeah they'll, be, they'll probably oh, they'll be sicklebacks 100% um, smaller smaller fit roach probably small roach yeah. probably um Probably the gudgeon, but things like the kingfisher will feed on other things as well. So they'll go for the um, the larvae, the um, yeah, dragonfly, dragonfly larvae, all that kind of things, thing. Yeah, tadpoles, and <coughs> yeah, everything newts. like that. Mm. Yeah. Do you know if there's newts and toads yeah, here? Yeah. Well, well, I posted a picture a couple of days ago. Heron catching the oh, did you? newt. Very good. That, that was a little bit further on down that way. Yeah. But, um, Not this time of year, I presume. No, no. Yeah, right, no sign of Kingfisher. Where to next? Well, I've just... I mean, we're worthwhile coming back here, though. Yeah. How long have you got? How long? Um, I'm happy to walk back now if you want, or if there's somewhere else. See the tree creepers on here now, look, in front of us. Oh, yeah. Right, Rob, so we are back on the bridge where we started, where we met this morning. It's been a great day. It's been hours. How long has it been? I don't know. I've not locked my watch once. I haven't looked it. Unlike me. 
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Sean's Wildlife Podcast with myself, Sean McCormack, produced and edited by Thomas Dinas. I would really like to thank Rob Fleming for his honesty and openness in discussing mental health candidly and how wildlife photography helps him with that. If you're enjoying the series so far, I would really appreciate it if you consider donating to our Patreon link below. That will really help us out with producing the podcast and covering the costs involved. See you next episode. Mm-hmm.